Alright, hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Extreme Extras. I'm going to be uploading a few more of these uh, in the near future because I'm resuming my vlogging and my Extreme Extras, you know, and I have some things I want to get out. Anyway, today I want to talk about the perils of efficiency. Uh, and this is mostly inspired by uh, an episode that I heard, a podcast episode by Sam Harris. He was talking to somebody about how sometimes efficiency can be counterproductive counterproductive, and it can sometimes lead to greater inefficiency, um, which is quite counterintuitive. And so the idea is that greater efficiency will inevitably cause greater input in a sense that work expands to fill the time available. So let's say you are more efficient in doing something, right, in clearing your tasks, for example. That logically uh, translates into having more free time, as in you get your work done faster and you have more time in the day. But knowing the tendency of us humans, we would like to fill our days, we like to make them as packed as possible, you know, because... If your schedule is free, then you would want to put something there. I mean, it could be something mundane and uh, brainless, like staying at home uh, and watching Netflix or whatever, but that's still putting something there, right? So um, you would pack more things into your schedule and then your day becomes uh, packed again, right? And then the cycle repeats, you try and figure out uh, how to best make full use of your time or, or, or rather be faster at what you do to make more time so that you can put more things in there. It's kind of an endless cycle, really. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a very interesting phenomenon. Uh, it's the idea of clearing the decks, as in trying to tick things off your checklist. But uh, as long as you keep adding things, um, it will never be truly clear you will just keep spending time uh, clearing the decks and it's, i mean it reminds me of this chinese story the yongyuan buman story which is essentially that you can keep filling up the the bucket uh, so i don't know which chinese character it is but uh, he was he was a student and a teacher and the teacher asked the student to fill fill the bucket up with uh, to, to make it full, essentially. And then the student filled it with pebbles. So now the teacher says, is it full? And he says, no, because you can still put smaller rocks. So he fills it with smaller rocks to fill in the gaps. And he says, now it's full. And the teacher says, no, it's, it's not full. Uh, you can still put sand. So the student goes and puts sand inside. And now it's, it's definitely full, right? Every gap has been filled because it's sand. But the teacher says, no, it's not filled yet. You can still put water inside. So the student goes and puts water. And the idea is that, well, you can always fill up more and more gaps. Um, you can keep going like that. you know. But but the question is, is this really... Um, to what end are we are we being efficient, right? And, and I'll give you more examples. So let's say you are really good at what you do. As in, you've spent time to improve your... Um, ability to do uh, a certain job, right? The thing is, if you are good at what you do, then people will recognize that you are competent, you are efficient, and reliable, and people will give you more of said work. So despite the fact that you've invested time to make the work more efficient for yourself, you, in, you 
end up getting more work instead, you know, and you spend more time doing more work, even though your goal was to reduce the amount of work. Same with things like storage. So if you have storage uh, and you've maxed it out, you would want to either upgrade the storage or um, reduce the size of your files, for example, right? And now you have more storage space. The thing is, this storage space is used to put more things. So you would add more things into the storage and it will eventually be filled up again. Another example is your data plan. And this is more psychological, which is that, you know, I'm pretty sure we've all gone through uh, the phase where we've only had two gigabytes worth of uh, uh, data and then it goes up to nine because you realize two is too little. Then you live with nine for a while and then after like a year or so, you realize actually nine gigabytes isn't enough anymore. You, st you start bursting your data. It was fine last time, but now you start bursting your data. So you upgrade to 30 gigabytes and then it's fine for about two years. And then you realize, hey, why is it that it's filling up so fast now? And I like to think that sometimes uh, the data companies, they, they, they inflate the rate at which you consume data um, based on your data plan, but I, I, I really hope that that's wrong. Uh, what's more likely is that um, you've become more willing to uh, do things that would spend more of your data, like stream YouTube, for example, or or look at you know TikTok more often, because you now have this extra uh, amount of data that you are willing to spend. As a result, it gets used up faster. You know, and uh, I mean, it's the same for money as well. So it's like uh, society gets richer and richer in the sense that people are doing better and better. They're prospering more um, and uh, they're getting more money. But at the same time, things will also cost more. I mean, inflation exists. So it's kind of like you're earning more money, but things also cost more. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's an abiding cycle like that. And then the last thing, which is a relatively small thing, is the uh, it's replying emails essentially so if you're really efficient at replying emails you reply emails very quickly right what, what happens is that you, you you don't get less emails instead you receive more emails either because um, there are more things to do or the people reply you after you reply the emails or you are deemed as uh, competent and efficient and more people want to email you about stuff so the issue with a focus on efficiency is that you spend more time trying to be efficient and trying to clear out things. Uh, maybe even doing the small minute tasks rather than the important and more meaningful ones. right? And furthermore, the act of clearing the decks just causes more of the decks to be filled. So is this a counterintuitive idea of efficiency? So the question is, what is the way out? How do we... Uh, move away from this, uh, you know, Sisyphus kind of mindset of trying to be efficient for the sake of efficiency, uh, rather than, you know, actually taking a look at what's important. So, I think what Sam Harris and his other guest uh, said is is pretty good, which is that you need to allow yourself to feel overwhelmed and be accustomed to it, as in. You need to realize that in the age where you know information and technology 
uh, are so efficient already and so uh, readily available that there will always be something else to do. I mean, there's an infinite number of things you can be doing, infinite number of things you are not doing, right? And, you know, sometimes it really does feel like there are a lot of things to do. And the way out is not to be focused on trying to clear everything, but to realize that, hey, uh, there's a certain number of things I need to do, and some of them are clearly more important than others. And so, realize this, take a look at the things that aren't as important, and decide not to clear them. And instead, prioritize within the workload that you have. You know, So, let some things go, but also spend deep and uh, more focused attention on things that are meaningful and more important. And in that way, your time is a lot better spent. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this small little rant about the perils of efficiency and maybe why uh, the focus on productivity isn't, um, you know, the most ideal. That's not to say productivity isn't good, but if it becomes unhealthy in the way that I just laid out, then... Yeah, maybe it's something to reconsider and take a look at.